Ears. A shared history of CKUA and CJSR was produced and edited by Megan Clark, Matt Hergy, and Mark Rogers in the studios of CJSR and CKUA. It was created in celebration of CJSR's 30th anniversary on the FM dial in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Well, the relationship between CJSR and CKUA has always been something that, whether we know it or not, at either organization has been extremely vital. My name is Grant Stovall, and since sometime in the mid-1990s, I've been a host at Calling All Blues. And ever since, gosh, I guess it would be the year 2006, I've been fortunate enough also to be a host and producer at CKUA. CJSR is, in a way, the modern-day descendant of CKUA in that, as the call letters would suggest, CKUA started on the U of A campus back in the 1920s. CJSR has definitely had its mind left of center, like the great CJSR alumnus Minister Faust always used to say, CJSR is all the way on the left-hand side of the dial, and that's no accident. So CJSR has prided itself on its risk-taking and has probably always viewed CKUA as a little bit of a staid, stodgy uncle, maybe a little holier than thou from time to time. And at CJSR, we fancy ourselves to be true, fearless radio makers. Ah, Commercial Tron, the combination of your pop music dribble and my media lies have proved unstoppable. Soon, the unsuspecting humans will believe everything that corporate media tells them. And once the puny earthlings have been completely stupefied with corporate misinformation and pop music platitudes, my galactic legions will take over the planet and turn them into slaves! (laughs) And at CKUA, on the other hand, I think there's been often a lack of true appreciation of what CJSR is about. Not that it's taken for granted, it's just that often CKUA people don't think that much about CJSR, simply because, as past CJSR program director Daryl Rochelle used to be fond of saying, even I can't listen to CJSR 24 hours a day. It's just so very eclectic. So at CKUA, I think it's maybe not on the charts as much. It's not on everybody's radar as much as perhaps it could be. But when you stop to think about how many people over the years and to this day have been involved at CJSR prior to their CKUA involvement. It's truly staggering. So CJSR's DNA is all over CKUA to this day. I had an uncomfortable experience sometime afterwards because I recorded some of the early programs and uh, after I had been there for a little bit I thought oh I should listen to some of these early things and it was um, and I mean uh, my 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 name is Kevin Wilson and uh, this is reversing into the future and My name is Kevin Wilson. I have been a longtime volunteer at CJSR going back to the late 90s. Now I'm a host of Nightcap on CKUA Radio Network. It's a strange kind of subterranean sort of relationship in a way. Um, connections are strong and they're perhaps stronger in one direction than in the other direction, although I guess the, the connection coming back to CJSR is more implicit. but. When we look at the on-air staff here at CKUA, think most recent count, fully a third of the people who 
our on-air personalities at CKUA got their start or had some experience at CJSR. So obviously CJSR has been very important in the recent history of CKUA in terms of providing uh, talent. And that is not just a recent thing. Obviously, people like Tom Coxworth and Ed Donnelly have both had some involvement with CJSR. I think that CKUA hasn't always been very explicit about acknowledging that relationship. And, and, and perhaps it's fair. They've certainly uh, given opportunities to people at CJSR to move into the professional sphere. But I think it would be beneficial to both organizations to make that connection more explicit and to uh, perhaps engage more directly in the development of talent that will someday uh, come to CKUA. And the same is true for, for CJSW, our, our uh, brothers and sisters in Calgary. The reason I stayed at CJSR, uh, even though I've had opportunities in other media, is that there is a degree of freedom is one of the issues that uh, you can you can do things that you can't do anywhere else. You can play things you can't play anywhere else. But it's also the relationship between the host and the listener. It, it is a different kind of more open, more direct, more forgiving relationship in some way than anywhere else. Um, and I think that the sense of ownership or connection, uh, the sense of community is different at CJSR than it is in other places. Although those other institutions have strong communities, there's a kind of intimacy in some way that I find really compelling about that. So it's it's freedom, freedom and connection that keeps a person at a place like CJSR. I did have a, um, a happy experience early one morning. My brother won an auction for uh, the use of uh, the rental of an ETS bus. We took it to Millwood's transit station one morning and we had some, we had donuts and I had a megaphone and we had two cell phones and we had called back to the station so we had two lines open and we did our show. We drove people, we gave people a free bus ride. I suspect that many of them were late as a result. There was one girl in particular who looked particularly unhappy. She seemed joyful when we started, but we started at Millwoods with a loud hailer and we just said, we have come from a distant place, or people of Millwoods, we come from a distant place called Edmonton. We, we wanted to give you a free bus ride and people reluctantly uh, file onto the bus, but we, uh, we had a good time and uh, got people doing the wave. I think the other commuters were mystified and bewildered by uh, what was going on in our bus, but that was a joyful experience, I have to say. My name is Oscar Zibbert at CKUA. I'm the creative writer. I also am involved with a group that has a radio show at CJSR called Deco Kino Radio. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. Internet and all ships at sea. This is Deco Kino Radio. 
I know that at, uh, say, for example, the Pogfest. And welcome back, everybody, to the Celtic Show live from Gallagher Park on this fine wee Friday night. If you're heading down here tonight, put your jersey on because it's going to get a wee bit chilly as we go through the evening. And uh, a great main stage lineup that we're going to talk about just in a wee minute. With me right now is Tom Coxworth, host of Folk Roots. I have, Tom, officially had my heart stolen away. By Eddie Rida. I thought there was a sound problem going on here, but it was just your heart going... We ran into some situations where there wasn't enough room in the one tent for the performance because the the performers were just so large in size and the space was so small that we would expand into their tent. So they would try and make room so that we could get the performance without having to compromise who was on stage and vice versa when the, the live broadcast was happening in the neighboring tent and they were having technical problems. We were over there trying to help them with it. So even though it's not under our banner at that moment, the spirit of helping, the spirit of trying to make this work doesn't go away. It's, In a sense, it's a competition because everybody wants their team to be the successful one. But at the same time, it's not a competition in the sense that you want the other guy to lose. It's just that you want everybody to try and do the best that they can, come out of it feeling as though they've done something worthwhile. And I think that in both situations, that's the case. That in community radio, at the end of the day, you've done a good job, you've made good radio, and that you've done your best to try and make the world a better sounding place. Without community radio, what you're left with is the equivalent of a giant box store. My name is Chad Brunet. I'm the music director and volunteer coordinator at CJSR. Uh, I host a few shows, and I've been around the station since about 2005, 2006. CJSR caters to its communities. It's ingrained in those communities. It's community members making radio for community members. Without that, you just end up with a, a lifeless, it's placelessness, right? That's what you get. You get a dial that is a cookie cutter copy of every other city's radio dial. And what's the point? You've got nothing challenging. You're basically creating gruel. It's very difficult for me to imagine what Alberta would be like without community radio, because for one thing, that's the only radio that I listen to. And it would be like saying, what would Alberta be like without socks or, you know, without winter coats or something? My name is Grant Stovall. And since sometime in the mid-1990s, I've been a host at Calling All Blues, which is CJSR's flagship blues program heard on Wednesday evenings from 7 until 9. I think it would be vastly impoverished because there's a greater and greater consolidation of non-local content in media. So if we didn't have community radio, I don't think we'd see ourselves as much. I don't think we'd hear ourselves as much. And I don't just mean Alberta produced culture. I just don't think that perspective would be as prevalent in the media landscape. Boring. It would be very boring if we did not have community radio. I'm Sarah Edwards, and I'm the executive director of the First Alberta Campus Radio Association, which is the governing body that runs CJSRFM. If it wasn't for community radio, Alberta just wouldn't have the texture that it has. It would be a wasteland. It would be a desolate, horrible, sad, gray place. I imagine this is what it was like in Winnipeg when the Jets left. I, I, I think that people would wander around, and at first they wouldn't be able to put their finger on it, but they would ultimately say to themselves, what happened here? What happened to us? We were so happy. And then and this seemingly simple thing went away, and now life just doesn't seem worth living. 
My name is Kevin Wilson. I have been a longtime volunteer at CJSR going back to the late 90s. For a long time, I've been doing a program on Wednesday mornings called Clockwork Orange Juice, which I've done off and on with my brother for a long time. Now I'm a host of Nightcap on CKUA Radio Network. In Alberta, as anywhere else, campus and community radio is essential. I believe that Campus and community radio is important not only because it is a place where people can gather together to share skills and to bring each other along in this enterprise and to subsequently become the people who make for a strong and healthy and engaging media, but also that it is uh, still a place where we can gather together at the same time, in real time. We can all listen to podcasts separately, but this moment when we turn on the radio and we're all in the same place at the same time listening to the same thing is still magical and connects community in a way that nothing else, I think, really can. Because the way that the landscape is here, there's a lot of cities that are pretty far apart from each other. And I think if you didn't have community radio, you'd kind of feel cut off in a way. Hi, my name is Jessica Kozlowski. I'm a PhD student in microbiology at the University of Alberta. When I first moved here, it was so exciting to hear community radio because you got to hear really unique stories. And you get so much more interested in um, an issue if it's from your city and you maybe know the person or like know personally that part of the city that they're talking about. I think it just makes you get a lot more involved in anything that's going on. Campus Community Radio gives Albertans something that is rarer and rarer all the time, which is a genuine perspective from real people in their community about all sorts of things, whether it is crucial current events-related material or frivolous niche uh, pop music of one kind or another. This is people that are really actually Albertans that are producing programming for other Albertans. Personally curated programs are the order of the day. And so community radio in Alberta is a huge boon. And we're just so phenomenally lucky. I've been lucky enough to travel abroad in Canada and elsewhere. And I've really seen how rare it is that you have community radio in spades, such as we have in Alberta. It truly, truly enriches our lives in this province. I think Alberta is blessed with this very strange lateral radio experience. My name is Aaron Trozo and I am the general manager slash executive director at CKXU 88.3 FM. We've almost got a straight line directly from south to all the way north of uh, alternative radio experiences. CJSR, CJSW, and CKXU all have similar mandates to bring forth a style of programming that the average radio listener might not come across in their uh, day-to-day as they absorb media kind of thing. You know, I think anyone who's a first-time listener of Campus Community Radio is, in some cases, shocked by what they're listening to. Like, it's a very tactile approach to to programming. Um, Everything that's coming out of the mouths of DJs and like that's incredibly important for keeping people grounded and rooted in their community.
And it is that thing, it's that sound of like people talking to you. My name is Mark Affeld. I am the news director here at CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. It's, it's kind of incredible to think I've been fortunate to come from Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, Alberta happens to have these two, well, campus and community stations, and then CKUA as well, that are just so um, part of the community. And I think I take for granted when I go to other cities. That's what I think of CJSR. I I think of it as a supportive place. Uh, People who may have moved to Edmonton and starting at U of A for the first time, it's a great way to connect with other people, to feel comfortable. As well, people, we have so many different cultural shows um, and, and different types of music shows that people from all different kinds of backgrounds can come in and be a part of something, part of the radio. And that's what brings us together. I guess the radio is kind of like sitting around the dining room table. When I hear people are new to the city, which I was when I moved to Calgary, I was like, you have picked the greatest place to be because I've met people who, you know, work. I I know people who work for the Crown as attorneys. I know medical doctors. I know organizers of of folk music festivals, film festivals, the the teachers and, and just every single facet of Calgary's, well, not even to mention the diverse multicultural programmers that I've met who are involved in in their own communities. I've just met more people than most people will ever have the opportunity in a lifetime to meet, and it was just because of coming to these two stations. And it gives you like a whole landscape of different types of music, different types of personality that present the music and the spoken word shows give you completely different perspectives at least different perspectives than I was familiar with. It's not that stories wouldn't get told over the radio about what happens in Alberta about Albertans lives. What would be missing though is the little fringes of the fabric, you know, the the things that don't necessarily make a huge amount of money that can attract a lot of advertisers. They're still an important part of our culture and having an opportunity for people to express interest in dark electronic music that involves a lot of scratching and wires and stuff. Um, It might not be to everyone's taste that's listening, but it's important for people to be able to share what they're passionate about, I think, and, and that's what Community Radio in Alberta offers. I am Chris Shangan Phillips. I am a freelance journalist and community organizer, sort of. Uh, CGSR is your best accidental strange friend that you bump into in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, I really like the fact that it's real radio. I'm Mike Atkinson, station manager at CGSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. The fact that there's people who are coming in and are just super passionate about whatever it is that they're uh, presenting. I mean, whether or not I personally enjoy what it is that they're doing doesn't matter. I think that what is really important is, is the fact that that place has a spot and a way to get that voice out into the community. Community radio gives a voice to the voiceless. It gives opportunities to people who cannot find airtime on a commercial station. Uh, community radio is what's integrated 
in the city. And it, it, it's, it's the voice of the people. People from the community coming on the air, I think that is super, super important. I think it's the most important, personally. That's why, you know, I've sort of dedicated so many years of my life to it. I think that that is extremely important. These airwaves are public and they're supposed to be a public resource. The first thing that comes to mind when you ask me that is the the off-air, probably, the, the community of people. There's, like, this weird just meeting point in both cities where, you know, some of us are, are political-minded, some of us are, are, you know, electronic DJs and hip-hop DJs, and some of us are, like, busking folk musicians. But both cities have these really cool groups of communi- well, communities, really. They're community radio stations, and, I mean, they don't call it that. Uh, for nothing. These really eclectic groups of people that hang out in and around the station. And what winds up on air is just like a tiny sort of peek at the the behind the scenes community. I think the way that a lot of these stations started was radio clubs, radio clubs on campuses where they taught people how to do interviews or they got to play records or, you know, it was more like giving people the skills and having fun, having fun on the radio. And I think that that's absolutely valuable Um, but I think that the stations in Alberta have taken it further to the point where not only are we giving people the skills and and you know um, having a good time on the radio but we're doing it for people and we've taken those listeners into account and and I think the listeners appreciate that so no longer are we just radio clubs making radio for the sake of making radio we're making radio for people and I think that that's a really important distinction I feel so proud that these two stations uh, promote artists and they promote political ideas and and they promote just community that people don't think of when they think of Calgary. You know, they'd know, oh, 88.5, yeah, I know, I know, that's that weird station. Or, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're 90.9, that's that crazy station. Uh, people who you wouldn't think would be listeners of community radio would be like, yeah, yeah, I, I tune in to, to that show. Or, I like Tuesday morning or I like, you know, I like Friday night. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's easy to take for granted how how ingrained it is in in the Alberta sort of mainstream, really. And I think Alberta is ahead of a lot of the stations across Canada, a lot of the other provinces, just in terms of how well-developed we are and those relationships we have with the listeners. I think the future for CJSR and CKUA and community radio in Alberta keyword is community. It's being involved in community events, maybe having more live music events, and also giving voice to some groups and organizations that don't have as strong a voice. Hi, I'm Diane Donovan, former host of For the Love of Jazz on CJSR and current host of Voices in Jazz on CKUA. And I guess the value is to reflect our community, but never to be insular to remember to look out and see what we can hear and learn from other parts of the world and present it in a way that it resonates with Albertans. I think that the role that it plays will continue to be the same. It might be more vital in some ways just because as the internet becomes more specialized and as channels become very focused with satellite radio or very niche music magazines, journalism, blogs, that kind of thing, 
again, it's, it's going to be that much more important for there to be an option that brings more than just a very focused beam into people's lives. My name is Oscar Sibert, and um, at CKUA, I'm the creative writer. I also am involved with a group that has a radio show at CJSR called Deco Kino Radio. Again, community radio, regardless of its uh, call letters, has the potential to do that as long as the people involved go into it with that perspective. I think that that's going to be very important. The other thing is using the internet more to its advantage as opposed to just being available or being described, being able to actually say, this is how people consume music and news and information of any kind. Knowing that, how can we make it convenient for them and how can we make it something that they are not only willing to listen to but desperate to listen to or really, really enthusiastic to listen to? Oh, <laughs> um, there has to be an adaptation to the changes that have happened technologically. There's a lot more competition now for years in radio in general, and that has to be addressed. My name is Carol Ann Murray. I'm the former program and music director at CJSR, and I am currently the music coordinator at CKUA. But again, going back to the word passion, I would say that that's what makes the difference. You can't get passion from uh, something that's programmed by algorithms on a computer and, and spat out back at you. You can put your own mixes together on your iPod, but you're not really going to learn as much new as you would by tuning in to CJSR or CKUA and having people who are on top of the new music bring that to your attention and enriching your life. As it's essential as a way to ensure the health of uh, an intelligent and thoughtful media of the future, and it is a way to keep us, uh, to keep us united in a time when media is sending us all off in different directions. I guess the uh, quote-unquote death of radio is looming uh, with internet stations. Uh, this is a common thing that we get from new volunteers, even like, you know, do people even listen to the radio? Some people say that, you know, radio is dying or radio is dead. I don't think that that's the case at all. I think that maybe there are certain elements of radio that are maybe not as relevant as they once were and maybe need to sort of stop. But I think that the radio that we make at community radio stations is just becoming more and more relevant and becoming more and more vital. And our ability to sort of change and maneuver is is allowing us to do some really exciting things. I think that it's great and I think that it's really happening now. I mean, back when... Uh, we were starting out, you know, there was no money, there was, uh, I mean, I mean, we worked bingos all the time. I was at more bingo halls than I was on the air. I'm Andy Donnelly, and uh, for many years I was uh, the host, co-host, producer, co-producer of In the Tradition Celtic Music with a wee twist. But now I think there's more funding available now, and I think it's it's better supported, the quality's better, the equipment's better, and uh, I think it's got a great future, and it's got some great people involved in it that are... That are you know, making it happen. The reason I'm still in radio is is that CKUA is one of the last bastions for radio of this sort that doesn't just 
go after whatever may be the flavor of the day. And Well, I'm Peter North, and I had a folk show at CJSR in the mid-'80s through the late-'80s. And these days, I'm a producer host of two shows at CKUA, Points North and Dead Ends and Detours. You know, I'll stick with it as long as somebody will have me, I guess. You know, whether it's here or whether I end up as an old guy back at CJSR, that would be okay, too. (laughs) All Ears. A shared history of CKUA and CJSR was produced and edited by Megan Clark, Matt Hergy, and Mark Rogers in the studios of CJSR and CKUA. It was created in celebration of CJSR's 30th anniversary on the FM dial in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Thank you very much to all the folks at CKUA, CJSR, CJSW, and CKXU for sharing their insights into community radio in Wild Rose Country. For more information on this documentary, please visit CJSR.com and CKUA.com. From CJSR FM 88.5 in Edmonton and the CKUA Radio Network, thank you very much for tuning in.